episode 47 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi, I hope you're doing well. This week's episode is an interview with the lovely Jacqueline Castro of Courageous Fit Female. But before I introduce her to you, I wanted to ask, are you a member yet of the Healthier Life Community Facebook group? If you are on Facebook, then do come and join us. We would love to welcome you over there and support you on your health and wellness journey. It is such an amazing group and I'm not just saying that because it's my group. The ladies in there are really wonderful. And you know what? At the time of recording this podcast, we're at 98 members. So please, can you help me tip that over into 100 at least? Maybe we can have a special celebration when we get our 100th member. And it really is worth your while joining Each week, I post loads of incredibly valuable and totally free information and tips that are designed to bless you and help you become a better, more energized, healthier version of yourself so that you can truly step into the person that God created you to be. We have fun weekly challenges and follow-up tips. We have a food of the week with loads of nutrition information, followed up by a recipe of the week using that food. So that's a new healthy recipe each week for you to try at home. And there are also fun questions, inspirational quotes, encouraging Bible verses. Plus, it's also the place where I hold my free challenges. So far, we've already done a five-day meal planning challenge, a seven-day healthy habits challenge, and a five-day sugar detox challenge. And I would really hate for you to be missing out on all of this great stuff. The group is really interactive with lots of members sharing their photos of their recipes, sharing their tips and just generally being wonderfully supportive of each other. So do come and request to join us by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash healthier life community. I will put that link in the show notes and I can't wait to see you in there. So let's get to today's interview with Jacqueline Castro. Jacqueline is a disciple of Jesus wife, mum of a young adult and teenager, Jesus freak and a discipleship book nerd. Jacqueline helps women get healthy and feel comfortable in their bodies in their 40s, God's way. She's the host of a top 2.5% globally ranked podcast called Courageous Fit Female Podcast. And Jacqueline believes that when we fuse faith with health and fitness, we obey God by stewarding our bodies, but ultimately we do it to make a kingdom impact. In our conversation together, Jacqueline talks about not making fitness our idol and really looking at why we want to work out or why we want that, quote, perfect body. She tells her story about how she got sucked into the world's way of looking at fitness and how God had to show her that it had become a bit of an idol for her. Now, this might not be your particular experience of fitness or your local gym or an issue for you at all at the moment, but maybe it is, or maybe it has been in the past, or perhaps you're beginning to feel sucked into it now. Jacqueline encourages us all just to take a step back and reflect on our heart motives, especially around the concept of body image and the idea of what success means in the fitness realm. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's interview with Jacqueline Castro. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies 
to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, if you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. Jacqueline Castro, welcome to the Healthier Life podcast. Hey, Catherine, thank you so much for having me on the show. This is super exciting. We are both international people. <laughs> yes, yes. Tell us uh, where you are, because you're not in the States, are you? You're somewhere else in the world. Yes, I am in Guam. So this is um, a place where it's actually like one of the U.S. biggest U.S. naval bases. So there are many people walking around here from all parts of the world. Um, but it's a little tiny island in the Pacific Ocean. It takes us about... Uh, I would say 14 hours to fly from here to California. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the between, yeah. And tell us a little bit about your family and, and what you're doing out there in Guam. Yeah, so I was, well, I'm born, I'm born and raised, I was born and raised here. And I live here all my life. I've been here. Um, and I have, so I have two kids. I'm married and um, I became a Christian. I became a believer back in 2015 but when I think about it it's like I think it was the end of 2014 when Jesus really got a hold of my heart so I like to say that I'm a disciple of Jesus and that's where I get all my teachings um and so that's me Jacqueline Castro yeah thank you again for having me on the show it's a real pleasure so tell us a bit more about what it is that you do because you you have um, a website and a podcast called Courageous Fit Female is that right so tell us a little bit about what that means and the kind of women that you serve yes so Courageous Fit Female actually started out as just a you know, general fitness podcast. Um, I did really cater it to women, but it was just women in general. And then that was back in 2019. But as I started to get a little bit in higher in midlife, and now in my 40s, I started to experience a lot of different body changes. And it just really made me realize that my body was not behaving the same as before. Um, but it really did start out as just a general fitness podcast. And it wasn't even towards Christians. I still wasn't even sure what I wanted to do with Courageous Fit Female. Um, but it's the Holy Spirit started to prompt me. And I started to realize that I wasn't really experiencing joy as I was talking about different topics on the, on the podcast because I really wanted to talk about Jesus. I really, really wanted to talk about the different things that I was, how he was transforming me from the inside out, from pre-Jesus to um, becoming a Christian and seeing how my life was supposed to be different. I'm supposed to be a new person, but why do I still feel the same? So it started out from that. And here we are. Um, it actually was, it evolved to today. Now it's for Christian women who want to get fit. They want to get healthy and feel comfortable in their bodies. I think we all do, no matter what, if you're a Christian or not. I mean, we're in these flesh bodies and we, you know, God designed us in such a way where for eating or 
or treating our bodies in a certain way, we start to feel this, like this icky feeling. And so we all want to feel comfortable in our bodies, right? And so that's what the podcast is about. It's about women who love God, and they want to get healthy. And they want to feel comfortable in their bodies, and how to help them get out of that transition out of that secular or worldly mindset, and come into partnering with God and the Holy Spirit and seeing how that works and how different that is according to what the world's taught us for many decades. Um, and, and that just, that has brought so much joy to my work and how I bring the experiences of my own fitness journey into the picture. Um, so I don't know if that answered all of your question. You know, yeah, I feel like yeah. spaghetti sometimes going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. So let's talk a little bit more about your own fitness journey, because I think you mentioned, didn't you, that there was a time when God had to make it clear to you that you weren't being totally obedient when it came to your health and fitness. So tell us what you mean by that and, and a bit more about that. Yeah, so um, I, I, I'll, I'll kind of like start from the beginning. So I do have an exercise science degree. I the only reason why I had an exercise have an exercise science degree is because I actually was going to join the Navy at one point or the military, not Navy, but Army, I think it was. I don't know. I just didn't know what I was doing in college. And then I started working out and I was like, oh, my body's changing my body. There's this there's this physical thing that's it's different. I feel I feel good. And I didn't have any weight to lose or anything. I just wanted to get ready for the military. I didn't join any sports growing up. And so I got my degree in exercise science. Um, I wasn't a Christian until like 15 years later, which was back in 2015. Um, so I kept up with, you know, like the whole fitness scene. Uh, I was actually an instructor before I became a Christian and being in the gym and seeing everyone else's bodies and seeing how other people were also in awe of my body because I was 35 at the time. But at the same time, I felt really good and very prideful about how my body was shaped compared to other people who were younger and older. That's a whole prideful trip, right? And so that was my life story. And then when I became a Christian, I still wanted to take care of my body. But the funny thing is that I noticed that other Christians, um, even the people that, you know, I was surrounded by, they were still doing fitness the world's way, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with joining competitions or anything like that, but it's just the, the motives behind it, right? It's the, the spotlight on us. And, and I don't, I didn't see anyone really giving God the glory mm. and I wanted to give God the glory. I'm like, I want to first, I want to, what is it? First Corinthians 10 31. I want to do that. I want to glorify God in all things. Mm. And, you know, my whole fitness journey was just focused on myself. Um, especially when I was a, an instructor and lots of other people were in awe, like I said, of my physique, being the age I was, um, having the abs, you know, the whole thing. And so when I became a Christian, my God really spoke to me and said, how am I getting the glory for this? What is it that you are doing that brings me glory? And, you know, in the struggle of all this self I was really self-consumed and trying to join all these fitness programs, trying to figure out like, I'm not a fitness instructor anymore, so I'm not as active anymore. And then I started to get become, you know, my hormones started shifting, right? Getting into my forties and putting on the weight more quickly. I started to hold on to the way my body looked before. And it, it just became this spiral. And I felt like I was in this 
very sinful vortex of like, I want my body back. I want to do whatever it takes to get my body back. And God just said, where am I in the picture? You know, I remember sitting at the kitchen table crying, saying, why do I still feel like I, I want this body? What is it that I, why do I desire it so much? And then God, God just put all these different things in front of me. And I just came to the conclusion of, oh, okay. I'm so used to everyone acknowledging me. And that's what I'm craving. I'm craving for other people. I wasn't craving God. And that was really a big spiritual eye-opener to me. The fact that I chose to make my own body glorified in front of other people's eyes. And then I started to become repulsed. Um, but in a nutshell, God just really spoke to me and said, where am I in the picture? How, how are other people getting to know me? How are you sharing the gospel with the body that you so supposedly are stewarding? But he's just so gentle. You know, he wasn't like coming down with fire and brimstone. <laughs> this is our Lord. This is our teacher. This is our savior. That's like, I love you. I want you to make an impact for the kingdom in a different way instead of yourself. So that's, you know, my background and my fitness journey. Um, and it continues today. It continues. The battle continues because we're still on this side of, of heaven. Mm, that's so interesting. Thank you so much for sharing. It's, I guess we don't really think about that, do we? We think about bringing God into many other areas of our life, but perhaps when we're working out at the gym or when we're on a run or, you know, doing that kind of thing, it, we're not really thinking, how can I glorify God through what I'm doing right now? So that's really interesting. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more, um, maybe what it would mean for them to kind of approach health and fitness from more of a biblical perspective, from more of a kind of view of glorifying God through their, their fitness? Can you give them some little pointers or tips? Yeah. So, um, you know, I always want to go back to scripture because scripture is just so it's just so amazing. And that's where God's truth is at. So I think of all these different verses and I have some notes here and I'm looking at Proverbs 12, 26, where it talks about the righteous choosing their friends, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. There's also second Corinthians 6, 14, which says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness. So when it comes to us as Christians and really bringing us, allowing us to be light into a dark world, right? Let's say we go into a gym. I've been in many gyms, especially after become, uh, leaving the fitness industry. Um, I wanted to be in a gym setting. And so I went into the gym as a very strong believer. And I thought about how, wow, you know, if, if we're not really, if we're not rooted in Christ, if we're not rooted with our mindset being renewed in scripture and we walk into a gym, how easy it is for us to conform. How easy it is, is, is it going to be for us to have the same desires as everyone else? And so, and, and this is not to shame non-believers at all. This is just a heart and a compassion for, you know, I want them to know God. I want them to know that there's more to this life than going to the gym and trying to reshape our bodies. Like granted, not everyone's there to reshape our bodies necessarily. Some of us are there because maybe it's an escape, right? Maybe it's an escape for them to, um, you know, get away from the pressures of work or the tensions that are created from all the projects that they're doing at work or relationships, whatever it is. 
But the bottom line is it's an escape. It could be a place that we can make into an idol. And we want to make sure that when we, anywhere we go, whether it's the gym, whether it's at work, right? We want to make sure that we use our gifts and we glorify God in our speech and our thoughts. It's really hard to do that when you are surrounded by others who don't have their lives rooted in scripture, right? Because we know that we know many people who can say that they, they believe God, they believe in God. Um, they may go to church on Sundays, uh, but their lives don't, don't reflect it. And it's very, very essential to be surrounded by those who love Jesus as much as possible, because why? It's clear that we will become like those that we surround ourselves with, right? So it's, God gives such clear instructions when he says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Now, does that mean that you can't be friends with your neighbor that's a non-believer? No, that's not what it means. It just means do not be tied with them in the way that they're living, in their lifestyle, because, right, it says in 2 Corinthians, again, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? We can't be righteous when we're surrounded by those who are not rooted in Christ. And so, you know, sometimes it's just this intellectual knowledge as a Christian, like, oh, okay, don't be unequally yoked. It's easier said than done for, for a lot of us. But when we come to know Jesus as our teacher, our Lord, our Savior, our King, he died, he rose, he redeemed himself for us, and everything was put on the cross for us, not for ourselves, but to glorify him. And what better way to glorify him with other than to be surrounded by other believers, even when it comes to health and fitness and being in a group with other people that really have the same mindset and struggles as you. So what advice would you give to some of the listeners who perhaps have not been sort of paying much attention to their health and fitness for a few years? Maybe they've been raising children. Maybe they've just been really, really busy at work, whatever it is. And they're wanting to get back into health and fitness again. They're wanting to maybe start jogging, doing couch to 5k, or maybe thinking about going to the gym or something like that. What kind of advice would you give to um, a woman, maybe in their forties, fifties, um, about how to sort of gradually get back into fitness again after a break? Yes. I really love this question, Catherine, because the mindset of someone who wants to get off the couch and go and take care of their health, it's like, Oh, I'm going to go and do a 5k or I'm going to go join a gym and I'm going to I'm so enthusiastic. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to join a challenge. I'm going to join the biggest loser, right? But the the tips that I would say when trying to transition themselves from the couch to whatever, X, Y, Z, is to do it slowly. And what I mean by that is if you want to be set up for a long-term success, we have to be sure that we are stepping into things slowly versus, you know, Everyone knows January 1st comes and we're just so excited. We're pumped and we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then, but the statistics show that like the third week or maybe even the first week of February or even sooner, we drop off of our, our commitments. Right. And the reason for that is because, well, for several things, the, the biggest thing that we see on the outside is that we jump into something so quickly and we don't think we don't count the costs. Right. <laughs> We don't think about the count. I mean, the Bible talks about counting the costs, right? And so 
For me, in my journey, and the, the biggest takeaway that I want to give for anyone listening, like if you hear anything on this episode is this, is that when you're trying to start again, is to think about who you are in Christ. That's the first thing, because we can do all the processes, we can do all the little tangible things, the little t- tips, the hats, the tricks, the um, you know, um, do whatever it takes to make the habit stick in a way that it's uh, very exciting to do, like all the processes, right? I'm going to join a gym membership. I'm going to buy the best shoes that, you know, so-and-so said it's, it's going to help me run faster. We can do all the tangible things, but none of that is going to matter if you don't remember your identity being in Christ. So we are talking we're talking to Christians right now. We're talking to those who know Jesus and who have given their lives to Jesus. So we can go into our health journey and start out slowly. But first, remember who your identity is in. Your identity is not in health. Your idol can become your body. I am raising my hand because that was one of my, um, that was one of my idols that I had to ask God to please uproot that from me because I was full of myself. So that's number one is really, it has to go in that order. You have to remember who your identity is in Christ. Now, the second thing to do after you've established that with God, and it's not a formula, right? It's just in your heart. What is your motive? Have this conversation, journal about it and pray and ask God, what am I doing this for? I want to make sure that I'm doing it so that I can have energy as a midlifer, as a 40-year-old woman, a 50-year-old woman, a 30-year-old woman. And doing it for kingdom impact, meaning doing it to take care of my family, doing it because when I take care of my family, I want to help to continue sharing the gospel with my own kids and sharing Jesus about them. I want to help them to remember who Christ is. So then the second thing now is to now you can do all the processes. Now you can go and buy the shoes. Now you can go schedule it into your calendar and say, I'm going to do this three times a week or because we're starting out one time a week and not for one hour. No, no, no. 10 minutes. Even if it's five minutes, heck, even if all you do is put your shoes on first thing in the morning and that's all you do. Don't go outside the door. Don't go for a run. Don't do that. Establish a rhythm first, right? God's all about rhythms. He wants us to create a rhythm to be more rooted in him. How do we do that? We don't just open our Bible and check it off the list and go about our day. What's our identity and what's our motive, right? So it always goes back to that. But maybe the process for you is just putting your shoes on or just laying your clothes out at nighttime to prepare for the next day and make it a habit. Make it a habit that sticks. Now, notice I never said yet, go sign up for a gym, Right. I didn't say to do any of that. And I would never mention that to any of my clients. Go and do that. Go jump into a gym. I asked them first, number one, and then number two. And then number three, again, this is not a formula. The third step is to now start implementing all the little things. What does it take for you to get to the outcome? And the outcome, whatever it is for you, whether it be to, and this is the other thing is, the word losing weight, like we're not trying to lose weight because weight is equivalent to our bones and our skin and our clothes. We want to work on losing fat. So in order for you 
to get to your outcome of losing the weight. And here I am, quote, air quotes, losing weight, right? Which really we mean to say losing fat. In order to get that outcome, we need to pick up some dumbbells. <laughs> so the reason why this is really important for us as midlifers is because remember our bodies, our hormones have shifted. It is not the same as it was when we were younger, when we were twenties, like, oh my goodness, I, I would love to do the same type of workouts that I did when I was in my twenties and even in my early thirties. And when I was a, a, a fitness instructor, like my body could hang to do all of that. Now, it's not to say that you can't pick up heavy dumbbells, like we need to pick up heavy enough dumbbells for our muscles to fatigue as midlifers, not the little pink dumbbells. Now those have their place in time. But when we are focusing on losing fat, we need to counteract that with lifting heavy dumbbells enough so that when you're lifting 12 reps or 10 reps, it's heavy enough where towards the eighth or ninth or 10th rep that your muscles are starting to feel fatigued on the third round or your third set of workouts, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, so you mentioned, let's talk a little bit about body image because you mentioned earlier how uh, you felt you got to a stage where you felt like your body had become a bit of an idol. And obviously, you know, we're kind of bombarded by these messages, aren't we, in social media and magazines, you know, that we, we as women are supposed to look a certain way, be a certain size, um, you know, and it can be really overwhelming. And it's very difficult to work out, you know, what is kind of cultural and what is um, of God. And what kind of tips would you have to give to women sort of to help them navigate this minefield of body image and help them to feel more comfortable in their body the way that God intended them to be? I love that question because that's something that I just recently, God gave me a revelation on. So I think I was mentioning in the beginning that we all want to feel comfortable in our bodies. And for me, my journey, I'll just share a little bit about my journey and, and in regards to like, it started out as I was a fitness instructor. And then, you know, people started adoring my body. And then I wanted to keep up with that body, right. And then all of a sudden, when my hormones shifted, and I was working out less and also lifting lighter weights, my body started to feel like mush. And then of course, it became a, a, an idol, right. So kind of fast forwarding into the space of social media and diet culture and just the whole image of glorifying ourselves online, right? We have before and after pictures where people are so proud of it, but therein lies the danger and the sin that we can fall into. There's this trap and this vortex in our minds of, because remember, everything starts in our mind and then it seeps into our heart, right? So we need to guard our hearts. We need to think about like, what are we even watching? What are we subscribing to? What are places that we should be unsubscribed and we keep watching? and stumbling our growth, stumbling our walk with God. But when it comes to social media and body image, again, number one, as I said earlier, is who is our identity in? Our identity is in Christ. And if it is in Christ, and I'm going to read Ephesians 4, 21 through 24, which says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So when I do my Bible reading, my Bible studies, 
and my alone time, I like to highlight the verbs. And so I highlight the verbs in pink and I'm looking at this passage and it says, the things that I highlighted pink were throw off, let the spirit renew your thoughts, put on your new nature. So when it comes to thinking about us walking with Christ, being a Christian and going out into a world that does not know Jesus, where everything's upside down and reversed and does not make sense to God because all of that's foolish to God, right? And we should have a mind like Christ. So we should then look at that and say, that's foolishness. But this passage is saying, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. So when it comes to social media and it comes to all of these images online, and that is quote unquote success, well, think about scripture. Think about what does God want us to do? He's telling us right here, my sisters and my brothers listening, throw off your sinful, your old. Okay, we we can't forget that part. Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. So evaluate, do an inventory of yourself. What was your old sinful nature? What was your former way of life? Was it always looking at your reflection in the mirror every time you get a chance to walk by and look at your reflection because you want to look at, I'm describing myself right now, (laughs) right? Whenever there's like a mirror or like there's like a shopping window and I see my reflection, I remember always, I I would never pass it up. I would always look to make sure I look at the, the side profile of my body. I'm like, oh, now my belly's sticking out, right? It's because my mind has not been rewired and it has not been uprooted. I have not yet asked God, help me to rewire, help me to renew my thoughts because this old way of thinking is very stinky and I don't want it. So we need to go back and ask God to help us rewire our thoughts. It it starts in our thoughts. It starts with um, our hearts. And when it comes to social media, we can be so... We can be so easily deceived into thinking that that is what success looks like. And I think of, I think it's 1 Samuel 16, 7. Shoots, I'm getting, I might be getting it wrong. It's the one where um, God chooses David, right, to be the king. And he, he talks about how it's not, he doesn't look at the outside. God doesn't look at David's stature. He doesn't look at our bodies. That is not why he chose David to be king, He anointed him. Why not for his physical stature? He was the tiniest little boy out of all the family, out of all his brothers. He looked at his heart and how he was so faithful to God. He adored God. And so what is my heart? What is my heart and my motives pointing toward? How is it postured? Am I asking God to till the soil of my heart where my old sinful nature keeps trying to come up? So again, going back to social media, it's a playground that Satan just wants to use to trip us up. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's bad. We like, we can use anything and everything to glorify God and to spread his message. We just need to be careful, right? And the Bible also says that we need to be wise because living in these days that are evil, we need to be very wise and cautious about where we step into 
Great. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. You've given us all a lot to think about today. Just uh, in case anyone would like to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can people find you online? I know you have your own podcast, don't you? And you also have a website. Can you tell us a little bit more about where people can find out more about you? Yeah, for sure. So I do have a podcast and it is called Courageous Fit Female. You can go and type it in. You can search it anywhere where you find podcasts. And you can also just go to the links down below. I also have my website, CourageousFitFemale.com. You can grab some free resources there. One of the most popular free gifts that I have is called a spiritual care checklist. So it's not a self-care checklist. It's a spiritual care checklist. Um, There's also a fun dice workout where you actually work out using dice, um, simple daily planner. You can check the links out below, but my most favorite place of all would be that you come and join the free private Facebook group. It's a very intimate size of women. You come on and talk about the different things that, you know, I discuss on my episodes and um, share your takeaways there with other Christian women who have the same vulnerabilities and same struggles as you do. But thanks for giving me the opportunity to to share where people can come and find me. No problem at all. Thank you. I'll be sure to put all those links in the show notes below. So thank you so much for coming on today. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you, Jacqueline. Thank you so much, Catherine. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jacqueline. You can certainly see how passionate she is about glorifying God through her fitness. Now, you may have noticed that this episode is titled why you haven't let God into your fitness journey yet, three questions to ask yourself when it comes to health and your body for Christians. So I just wanted to round out the episode by clarifying those three questions from Jacqueline that we discussed in the interview, but perhaps didn't spell out succinctly for you. So grab a pen and paper and jot these down. Question number one, in what specific ways is the program, community or challenge you're participating in helping you to grow closer to God? Question number two, how have you established a godly mindset when it comes to your body and health? And question number three, what places and activities, music, etc. are you still participating in that might hinder you from growing in God's grace as a Christian? So there you go. Do spend some time reflecting on the answers to those questions, especially if you felt convicted by what Jacqueline was sharing in the interview and feel that this may be an area for you to explore further. And don't forget to come and join us over in the Healthier Life Community Facebook group. Let's see who's going to be our 100th member. Maybe it could be you. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.